Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. He laser clickers. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're talking about the season finale of season one of The Bad Batch, titled Camino Lost. Uh, no announcements, because we already know we've got a season two coming. So, Tom, take it away. Tell us about this final episode. Well, the final episode of The Bad Batch, season one, episode 16, titled Camino Lost, was directed by Sal Ruiz and written by Jennifer Corbett. In this episode... The Bad Batch find themselves in unexpected territory in this thrilling finale, which is part two of two. So we know there's a season two coming. This really doesn't end on a cliffhanger, but it picks up exactly where last week ended with the complete destruction of Camino. In many ways, this felt like an extended like disaster movie, right? That's that's really all it was. Um, it's like the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like okay, you got to get out of here and and you got to escape. And from that standpoint, I loved it. It was it was really cool seeing Camino. As we talked about, like it was a gut punch last week, and it's just that nonstop the the rest of the episode. Um, and, and I think from that from that standpoint, I I really liked the episode quite a bit and it's mm-hmm. it's all about can they escape to poca city as it plummets to the bottom of the ocean which is crazy cool yeah yeah and there were times in which you were going back and forth going is one going to make it is one not going to make it and and it, it to me it worked i mean you did get the feeling that they were running out of time every time there was a bit of a breather there was something else that popped up as a challenge to get in their way yeah Steven, you're, what, what did you think? Uh, I take issue with the synopsis calling this a thrilling finale. Okay. If this were an episode in the middle of the season, if this had been the penultimate episode, I would have been totally happy. As it was, I was just a little bit bored with it. Like, I didn't feel like we really were... Uh, treading any new ground like we got the same character beats we've been getting all season mm-hmm. and those are good character beats i enjoyed what getting to see them again but after the previous episode having this m- massive climax i it just left me a little bit lacking yeah. it just it it lacked the emotional send-off that i think we'd seen in clone any of the clone wars finales in many cases or mm-hmm. i don't know like i it, it's one of the things where I almost wonder if this was meant to be, if they'd originally been planned to have this be the last episode of the show, if this was a, a series finale, mm-hmm. and it was meant to leave, leave end, or sorry, end on a kind of somber note of, you know, and a, a little bit of wistfulness for the future. And I just, I just felt like it was missing some energy. So I'm going to throw a question out to you. So do you think that a proper season finale for this one going into second season would have been last episode and they pick up on this one starting second season? Uh, I Maybe. It, I don't know that this would work well as a season opener either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, in some ways, I, I think there's a little bit of, um, I w- almost wish they had announced season two after this maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Because I, the entire time I'm watching the episode, there was no stakes because there's a season two. Like, clearly they're going to survive. Um, okay, the I can one, see your point on that. The one kind of gut punch they tried to pull was the... Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Um, easy, easy. AZ. Yeah. And even then, they yeah. didn't have... The, it's like, oh, you picked the one character you care that, least like, about. <laughs> we can... Yeah, like, congratulations. No, like... And I don't care that much about AZ personally. And even then, they still let him, like, come back yeah. and live. So, okay. I, so, Stephen, I, I, I actually I actually agree with you on, on a lot of these points. I'm, I'm, I'm torn about this episode. And, you know, you'll notice when I was talking about it earlier, my initial thoughts on the episode, I very carefully phrased it, be, intentionally so, because... I think for I loved the I did really love seeing the destruction of Camino and like the disaster movie and how they have to escape and and well I think we'll go more into that in in detail later in this review I think they did such a wonderful job mm-hmm. with it as an episode where you have to see the where you see the the death of Camino basically and the the end yep. of Camino right and from that standpoint it was it it was emotional right because you're and it, it and it was exciting trying to see them escape even though we know they're mostly all gonna live probably all gonna live right right um and yet like you steven i don't know if this worked as well as the season finale it felt i almost think it would have been great i wish they had shown these two episodes released them on the same day like back to back like they did with the season premiere. that might have helped too because that this really helped. was the yeah. epilogue to last week and if you look yeah. at it like that i think it it works a lot better but still, it's a little bit of an odd finale. I think typically in a season finale with Star Wars, there's a big cliffhanger or there's a big exciting tease for the next season. And maybe it's because they didn't know if they're going to get it a second season or something. I don't know right. what the reason for that is, but there wasn't really any of that. Like there's the there's the Nalase tease at the end, but it's a very light tease. Mm-hmm. And the ordering just felt off to me. Yeah. Like we get a lot of great... Uh, interactions between Crosshair and Tech, or Crosshair and Wrecker, or Crosshair right. and uh, why am I blanking on her name? Omega. Omega. <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. Um, and they're all fantastic scenes. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm, I'm already kind of we we've had the emotional climax in the previous episode, and so I had a, lo- a much harder time. Like, got it. We're so we're not going to have them get back to get the band's not getting back together. Right, and they okay. left it very ambiguous about like Crosshair's, um, his future. You know, is he going back to the Empire? Is he not? Yes. Uh, they didn't really do the redemption, but they didn't not do his redemption. They also tried to. Actually, I think the part of the, of the episode that annoyed me the most was when they were back in Nalase's lab, and they mm-hmm. repeated exactly what they said last week, yep. as if it was a revelation. I'm like, yeah. this isn't right. This isn't new. We learned I, this all right. last week. Well, well no, I, I got, I, I got something. Also, else, why but, are you but, asking what room we're in? You guys were here like two hours well, before. I just, wait, that, wait. No, no. Actually, hang on. So, first of all, okay, go ahead. William, so, <laughs> I'm so many pieces here. First, I actually didn't mind. Hunter is the one who asked where they were. Hunter is the only person who hadn't been in that room. Right. That, so, that, actually, that, I like not? that detail. Yes. Oh, no, you're Hunter right. Was captured. Yeah, yeah was of captured. course, of course. Okay, okay, that makes me feel better. You are right, Stephen. Great. So that I actually liked that Fair line. Point. I'm like, oh, great. We're gonna revisit what what was happening in this lab. Omega's gonna talk again about what she's seen, and I and I I've been bored about the episode up till this point, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna finally find out what Nalase is doing. 
no, we're not. Never mind. Okay. And it's just, <laughs> Rehash and, of last and, week. Move on. <laughs> yep. And I was just like, why, why are we repeating? We, it just, there's more, like, they, they, they weren't as subtle. Be, the last week, they're a little more subtle, right? But right. all they do is just hit you in the face with it. Like, oh, they explicitly said, oh yeah, Omega is older, right? Where last week there, right. she said, oh, I was here when you guys were created, which is the same thing, but yeah. But like, it's, I find it so funny because we're going to talk about what happens in the episode, but the there's a very real part of me that looks at this episode and is like, okay, so let me let me describe what happened. Uh, they go underwater. They barely escape from sinking city. Uh, they continue underwater. They continue to escape from the city. Um, they've got some good character moments, and then they get to the shuttle, and then they're done. Right. Oh, and AZ almost dies because okay. reasons. And it's I- it just uh, it. I needed something more. Even the tease at the end with Nala say didn't give you any actual information. It just, it was a, I think you're right. If this had been following the previous episode to let you like, oh, wow, I'm emotionally going through the destruction of Kamino. That like we talked about that last, like there's this, this is the end of the Clone Wars. And then you yeah. have a, a little bit of a drawn out conclusion. Um, maybe you could t- maybe do an extended like 45 minute episode instead of two mm-hmm. half hours. I don't know. And I think it's, that would have worked much better. It still would have been I, weird because it didn't really have that that tease for the next season. And you don't necessarily have to, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think it would have worked better if you'd seen it all at once because you would have had that excitement and then the the extended escape. You, right. You, you would know. have done the processing at the same time as the characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. We I processed agree. the destruction of Kamino, the end of an era, a week ago. And then a week later, we went into the finale. And even the title of the episode, Camino Lost, I, I did that double take of like, wait, wasn't that the title of the last episode? Oh, no, last episode was, re- what, Return to the Camino? And now we're Camino Lost. Even the titles feel very similar to me and are go- evoking the same themes. Mm-hmm. And it was a fine episode. It just lacked what I wanted to see out of a finale. Okay. I, I'm, I want to hold off the one thing that bothered me about this episode until we get close to the end, because if I were to do it, There was one part of me that was literally a flashback to a completely different movie that happened. And it was almost, to me, the same beats to a completely different movie. I want to get there when we get to the end of the movie. I don't want to spoil it at this point because because the the one thing I don't want to do is there were some really good character moments when they were in the tunnel. and, And it's like Wrecker was sitting there back and forth with Crosshair. And then you had... Um, tech sit there and kind of defend Crosshair, mm-hmm. and then then Crosshair was like, you know, why did you defend or why did you do this? And and Crosshair, his line that came back was, just because I'm defending you doesn't mean I agree with you. Whatever it was, fantastic you know? line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was that was totally something that would come out of Tech's mouth because it was logical. Yeah. No. And, and you know, I I think the magic of this episode, because this is why I'm so torn on this episode, because I think how it was released and the placement and just how it functions as a season finale, I was less excited about. But the episode itself, I loved, right? And yes. I, I, aside from the fact that, again, you know, I think the the problems, the only problems I had with the episode were the fact that it, you know, at, at how it served as a season finale, right? The fact that they've been teasing all this stuff with Omega, but they didn't, even really try to hint all that much. And the only hints they did were a reiteration of last week. But 
again, that's more how it deals with as it, how it happened, how it is a season finale. If you look at it from a, um, just from an, a great episode, mm-hmm. I, I love it, right? I love seeing that disaster movie, how they have to escape Camino and how everything's going wrong. Camino's going under the water and the, the, the sound design and the, the, the editing and the cinematography and the lighting is all gorgeous. Like the way, uh, David Collins, one of the sound designers was talking about this, how, um, how they tried to make it almost the city, Topoca City had personality and the groans mm-hmm. and the metal and everything as, you know, almost sound like an animal dying or a crying mm-hmm. whale song. Like, wonderfully done. I I loved all of that. And then the character interactions, yeah. the dynamic between the characters, wonderful. And that's why I'm so torn on this episode. Yeah. yeah. You, you, brought, you brought up the underwater stuff. The one thing that I got a real big kick out of was the fire underwater or just that lighting of the city as it's going under and you see all the red mm-hmm. in there and the destruction. And as it's going down, you see all the pieces just keep falling and the, the pieces ended up being, you know, a story point when our heroes were trying to escape the lab to go to the surface, these pieces are falling and, and just how it was all done was just beautiful. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Now the animation continues to be top notch. The sound design is top notch. The music is top notch. And you both know that I am horrible at noticing music in all of these types of things. Right. And so I picked it up and that should tell you something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It did really feel like you're back on Camino and the clone theme for the, the last time in a very somber way. It was just, Oh, so well, even the little details, like when, you know, Rampart and the Empire are praying to leave, and we and the, the you know one of the clone troopers comes up and reports that Camino has been destroyed, basically, and he has that little hesitation in his voice. You know, the the tiny little details like that. Because we talked about last episode, these clones were firing on their own home. Yep. And yep. and you could see that emotion there where he was he was following orders, but you could tell he he was still sad that his home had been destroyed. All the little details, just so wonderfully done. Yeah. And did you guys notice again this time the clones that were in the uh, bay still had the Republic logo on the mm-hmm. sleeve? Oh, I missed that. That's a good detail. Yeah, it's still there. You know, it's almost cool. I, the, like the, they didn't swap them out with the uh, with the new, you know, stormtroopers. Yeah, it's like, logo. nope, you get yeah. to blow up your own home. Home. Let's go. Yeah, I, I think what would be interesting, and this is what I'm looking forward to going into next season, is remember when Rampart says, "Let's leave and go join the fleet." Okay, so. How big is the fleet at this moment? How many clones are there? Will we start seeing actual Imperial Star Destroyers or more of that design? I mean, going forward, I'm looking forward to seeing the transition that we are starting to see coming out of the Clone Wars, going into the beginning of the Empire. And then how many of the clones will actually be left over when the TKs start taking over? Are they still going to be the commandos that are going to be training the TKs? At some point, will the commandos be turned on or or retired? Like we found out in Rebels, Rex was put out to pasture along with Gregor and Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, I think I suspect we'll see more of the same themes in the next season. And I Mm -hmm. wonder if that will be a major part of uh, Crosshair's arc as well. Right. Um, This episode, as as I kind of expected, doubles down on. No, Crosshair is, uh, I was going to say thematically, that's not right. Um, morally, that's not right either. He is aligned with the Empire in terms mm-hmm. of ideology. Right. Um, he's not. He's there because he wants to be there. 
Is that mm-hmm. maybe the better way to describe it? I think our theories were wrong last week. Like he, I guess he did remove his inhibitor chip unless they're saving oh, that for that. season okay. two. You know, I, 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 sorry, I was wrong. You were right, Stephen. Thank you. He said it for the, for the record. Just, I, I, I just don't get to hear it very often. <laughs> but I have a question on that. When they were in their old quarters and he was sitting over there on the ledge when everybody decided to figure out a way to get out. And I loved how records just like, you know, one, the room smelled better. And two, their notches were still on the wall, which is mm-hmm. great to see. All these wins and no losses, which I found very funny. But Crosser's sitting on the ledge right before Omega shows up. He's grabbing his head, almost like he's got this bad headache. So the the, the biggest question now is, is he lying about the inhibitor chip that's removed? Or is the inhibitor chip damaged hmm. and he's kind of fighting it? I mean, that's my question I have if you watch that scene. It could be. I kind of wish they. Uh, I wish they at least teased that a little more in this episode as like a. So finale. I get not wanting to wrap up completely Crosshair's story, but I, I don't know. I think it's not. I think it's neither. I, I think it, we are meant to take the earlier scene, uh, from much earlier in the season. I mean, where we see Crosshair being in the the chamber. Yep. As no, that is he is that is him having the chip removed or nullified. And Crosshair is aligned with the interests of the Empire. He believes that is the best path forward for the galaxy. And I think we're going to see the next season be about maybe him changing his mind as he sees and deals with what the rest of the Empire is doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope he still does change go. his mind. I, I think I think he will. I think he'll have like a I, Agent Callus type of moment. Uh, oh, shoot, I'm on the wrong side, you know. I wow. I suspect so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm and I'm curious to see what happens though. If I were the Empire, I just I, when they pick up Crosshair at the end, I just probably kill him. So like I I, I would not, agree with that. Yeah, so, okay. There's not a reason for them to keep him around. Yeah. So so what do you like? He ends. He he. We, we the episode ends with Crosshair just hanging out on the landing pad by himself. Does the Empire come for him? I guess they made a mention that like so they have to get out before some scouts come, but right. I'm not sure why they're bringing scouts back after Rampart left. I don't know. I, well, so it's, maybe it's, it's, the, it's the Empire. I yeah. mean, the Empire is probably going to look. It's put it this way: they probably kept people at the Jedi Temple once they, you know, once yeah. Anakin went through and destroyed it. So they're probably going to have somebody just scouts every once in a while go back because hey, it's the Empire. But here's the thing. Will they accept Crosshair back? Because remember, in the last episode, one of his troops did get away and did tell Rampart that, to a certain extent, he can't be trusted anymore. He's been compromised or whatever. And so Rampart was willing to that, fire on the on the city yeah. while Crosshair was there. Yeah, and and it's like, but and, and we all know the Empire doesn't care about their troops mm-hmm. because they're replaceable. Especially now, the TKs they can get them whenever they want. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very interesting. I mean the. The batch tried right in this episode, and it was. I, I did love the character moments and seeing how, you know, Crosshair throughout this episode they keep trying to give him opp- 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 opportunities to join them, right? To 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 change his mind. Like Omega, right at the beginning, he he's trapped underwater uh, under a beam, and the the room is filling up with water. And I have to say, by the way, quick side tangent: this scene was so well done and just. The, the 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 fear and the um 
the the tension as the room is filling up with water and Omega and Crosshair are stuck and you have like the ticking music like a clock is running out of time. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. And you know, they eventually get out, but like Crosshair would have died had Omega not uh saved him and, and, and AZ not saved him. And you know, while he does return the favor later on, you know, it doesn't doesn't change his mind at all. Uh, or any of the discussions he has with his his brothers later, you know, there's he's still insistent that the empire is the right thing, and mm-hmm. you know they're in control, and he wants to have a part in the of the empire, mm-hmm. and not well, you know join his his brothers. But but that, that that's one thing. Even though he sits here and says Omega, he does make that crack where she keeps bringing up suggestions, and what does he go? It's just like. Oh, you're taking advice from a child now, you know? Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. And, and, and you look at it from the point, do you think at this point, is he redeemable from that aspect? I, I, I think mean, every, anyone's, redeemable. I think he, I think he is, but only in that we haven't real other, I guess, than on Onderon, we haven't really seen him do anything particularly dastardly. Mm. Well, uh, it's probably happened off screen, but but he's on the, screen at least. Mm-hmm. No, that that is true because remember when he did save Az and Omega, once he brought them to the surface by using that grappling hook, um, basically you had Wrecker, Tech, and and Echo were all had their guns pointed at him. Yeah, but they they while they. I did actually really that moment was so well done where mm-hmm. you know it looks like Omega and AZ are going to die and then instead of you know he, he starts to crosshair starts to point his 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 blaster at um what looks like Hunter but he's actually aiming into the water and shoots the grapple and and saves uh, Omega mm-hmm. and AZ um but you know again like I think they're pointing at the blasters at him because he, they, they thought they, he was going to maybe shoot Hunter or something or, right. or, or shoot Omega. Um, but in other mo at other times, like Wrecker flat out says, we would have taken you back. Right. You know, he's very upfront about this to crosshair there. They will bend over backwards to get a crosshair back with them. Mm-hmm. He just, and even, Omega, and even Omega at the end says, you know what? They're my brothers. And so are you. Yep. So, which now, I, I, I think yeah. now's a point where I can get to where the rescue effort. Okay. Um, because now now we're going to talk about AZ. <laughs> yes. Do do you think do you think he is a character that technically needed to be saved? I kind of I was kind of wishing I was kind of I was thinking he was he was going to die. Right. Okay. And that they weren't going to save him. I guess the group needs a droid aside from, you know, Gonky. And uh, but, maybe he'll but join he, them in season two. But mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to die. It was such a great moment when, you know, he, he they're using those medical capsules to get to the surface. And right. he's bouncing back and forth. Beautifully shot. The light right. everything is gorgeous. He's like bouncing back and forth trying to, you know, <clears throat> avoid the debris with so mm-hmm. they, you know they can make it to the surface. And then, you know, Omega gets hit, her cap starts going, he goes after Omega and he's running out of power. And it's just this moment where you start to feel, even though I don't, you don't have that much, you know, AZ is in, he was in the Clone Wars and stuff, but you still don't have that much attachment to him. Right. And 
he runs out of power and you just see him start to fade off into the fall back into the deep ocean. I was expecting him to die. And okay, it kind of be so, the big, the big sacrifice in this uh-huh. episode. So I'm, yeah. I, I'm happy that you brought this up because everything you described is what bothered me about that sequence. Because yes, it was beautifully shot. Yes, uh, Omega did the crazy thing to, you know, sacrifice herself to go save him. But other up to that point, there was a different movie that kind of had the same ending. From you know, it's a superhero movie as well. It had this big white droid, uh, robot in it and was in this kind of netherworld that was trying to get, you know, this, uh, 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 I'm going to say it, Hero Hamada to safety. So to me, Wait, that Tom, came wrong. Hey, Tom, before I want, William, do you know what movie he's talking about? I have about? no idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no it's idea. A, it, uh, big Hero 6. Oh, There's right. Okay. It's I, been I a long time since I've seen I it. Get, I get it, Tom. I don't think that's nearly as uh obvious as i think you think it was okay i'm i'm sorry i'm i i to me it depends on you know i I, i'm an animation freak but (laughs) i literally i sat there and i'm like i agree steven it's not as obvious but to me it was just it was there and it's one of those things where you're looking at it just going it it did it differently because technically um baymax now that we're we're out of it baymax didn't make it yeah this time az made it well i think um i think the reason i I was expecting az to die was because throughout the entire episode we hadn't had that much yet we knew i knew we were getting near the end right maybe something's got to happen um and and thought maybe maybe it's gonna be az's death i won't hit us as hard but that's fine you know Mm -hmm. um and of course omega immediately jumps out of her pod wait still far far below the surface of the of the ocean and 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 saves az almost killing herself until crosshair helps um i don't know it's within it, it makes sense for omega's character right but wasn't necessarily the wisest decision no um but no, AZ survived. But, they all survived. They all live happily ever, ever, ever after, at least till season two. So yeah. And then we'll see what goes from there. I don't know. I, I did know. think though, the medical capsule thing was something that was kind of cool to use to get them out. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. The, the one piece I think of this episode that felt maybe a little bit convenient was the fact that this part wasn't hundred percent sure. Did the city land on top of those tunnels again? Or I think so. That's how I read it. At least I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Here. The tunnels weren't crushed, but well, uh, or at least part of it or I have people. Yeah, I guess part were, yeah. parts were, were crushed. It felt yeah, a little no. convenient that they just happened to land on the, the, the other tunnel and then were able to make like an airtight seal between the two. Um, but I was actually glad that later on we see that other parts of the tunnel are destroyed mm-hmm. and you know, it's not like they can just take it all the way back to the Marauder. Right. Well, they also had to throw the uh, complication of that undersea creature coming after it and kind of biting into the tunnel. And I think this also helped in AZ kind of running out of power because he was able to at least because right. the tunnel at that time, yeah, he was able to at least get the tunnel back with power on to shock the creature away. So, you know, that that could have helped drain some power from AZ to create the little dramatics at the end. Yeah. I was I was glad that there was not a uh, there's always a bigger fish moment. I was worried that 
I felt it coming because it looked very similar as well. It did. Yeah. Uh, it was, I don't know about you, like, I, I have a pretty good TV, and it was still really hard to see some stuff. Like, it, the lighting was, was great and it was so wonderful, but but it was also very dark. I think the first time I watched it, it was on a different TV, and I was having trouble seeing what was go- going on. I So, uh, I'm going to admit something here. I watched this episode on my phone. Uh, this was not it. And... Normally, it's not an issue. Uh, this was not a good episode for that. Yeah. The, yeah. the episode was so dark that there are definitely moments where I was like, there, there's shapes moving in the water, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that fish, I could not see what creature that was. It was so hard to see. No. Yeah, I, I actually, when I got to work, I was able to watch it on my iPad before everybody showed up. And I agree, Stephen, even on an iPad, it wasn't that great. And when I came home, I actually had to have it was on my computer when I finally watched it. So I was able to see a lot more that way. Even the computer. I think I watched it three times. I watched it on like uh, one TV, like late at night, right when it launched. And so like the TV's brightness was down a little further. And so that's why it was hard to see. And I watched it on my computer and then finally I watched it on my nice TV and that was the easiest to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, as Still much as I love the lighting, it was, it was definitely a very dark episode. Yeah. Well, they were, they were pretty, pretty far into the sea of Camino. So, yeah, you know, yeah. how much light could be down there? No, I, I I appreciate it. It's just interesting to see how far the show has come. I remember when back when we were reviewing the Clone Wars, they used to talk about how they can't they couldn't go that dark um, because they would, you know, they people's TVs weren't good enough. And I guess mm-hmm. now they've reached that critical mass. Where they're like, yeah, let's 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 show some really Why dark not? scenes. Yeah, let's push it, it doesn't work for all TVs, but it works fairly well for you know for, for I guess most now. I don't know. It's, it's, I, yeah, I just, I wish, I wish it had been a bit more, um, as far as like getting, drumming up excitement for, for next season. Like we had the, we had the, the moment with Nala say at the end landing on this mysterious mountain planet. I will say, I love the design for the planet though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did I. Like really, really neat. Love the look of the bases. A plus design. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, it's so good. The that's got to be the same group as that Doctor Pershing works for, right? I I think so. I think that was mentioned somewhere online that if you take a look at the logo on the sleeve of the person well, that came out, matches the the Pershing. I thought so too first, but that you got to remember that's the that's the Kaminoan cloning patch. Uh, all of the clones have that exact same icon, um, patch on them in Attack of the Clones. Mm. as well so so like it's definitely part of the the kaminoan uh extended group but and, and you know pershing had that too but i suspect this is now where uh, yeah, like i said it was a very light cliffhanger they're like hey the um, thinks you know like this i think they said something like we're admirers of your scientific talents so the empire has big things for you that's about it but i have yeah. to imagine this will tie into the return of palpatine into whatever they want Grogu for in the Mandalorian. I, I, I suspect all of this is connected. I say Zillow Beast. I I think I I, I hope they do. It actually wouldn't surprise me since we're still talking about the, the Floniverse effectively. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Be fascinating will, to see. It will be interesting going into next season how this is all going to play out because now what are the Bad Batch going to do mm-hmm. going into next season? 
how is Crosshair going to figure into the Empire with the TKs? You know, what other than coming out saying that Omega is their sister and they're all brothers and stuff, still they need her cloning DNA, but there's still something about Omega going forward that I think it's got to be got to be held back. There is a reason for Omega other than they need her DNA. Yeah, well, like, Nalase still, still wanted Omega. We don't know why. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. We don't know why Omega was created in the first place. Yeah. Um, we don't know. I guess the question then becomes, what does the Batch do next, right? Now that Camino's destroyed, they're kind of back where they were a couple episodes before, right? They they yep. got Hunters back. Crosshair's still, in theory, after them, or at least, you know, not with them. Um, I, I don't think we'll see more crosshair chasing the batch anymore i agree i i agree or i should say i i hope not because that is gonna just be a repeat of what we've already seen basically right i mean theoretically seen obviously crosshair did very little chasing of the batch actually this season despite (laughs) being tasked with it like six or seven times but you know And, and like i mentioned he's he's already proven that even to one of his own troops that he cannot be trusted when it comes to the batch so it's going to be interesting at this point to see where he fits in to the empire, even if they do take him back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I personally, and probably most excited to see more about the formation of the empire and whatever Nala says up to, you know, I suspect the batch will probably go back and work for Sid some more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I, we'll see Rex again. I, Yes, I, I suspect Rex. Like, will they will they become more involved in the the early days of the Rebel Alliance? I don't know. I doubt it at this point. Um, well, it's possible. I will say, and I I say this with all the hope in my heart. The whatever Nala say and the Empire is up to at this point in time, I hope beyond hope we are not. Their mission is not create a clone of Palpatine or create. Four senses of clone might be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're so early in the timeline. I'm fine with it by the time we get to the Mandalorian, but I want to see that program develop and you know see where it lands. Uh, not start out with ah, now that we're the Empire, we're going to start a cloning project because we want to clone the Emperor. I just, it's I, too early for that. Make it more than just uh, like. I'm going to call it like sequel bait or a right. sequel tie-in. Um, you know, like all the emperor's yeah. best ideas came from during the prequels. It's like, I'm going to build a Death Star. It'll be ready uh, in 30 years. I'm going to build a, I'm going to clone myself. Yeah, It'll just, be ready in 30 years. Right. No, I want to see yeah. a little more nuance beyond <laughs> yeah. like, ah, so we've got this big gap on the timeline. How do we want to connect this? Let's draw a line from A to B. Right, right, right. Like I want to see, no, there's some squiggles in there. There's something interesting that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean, we do. There's, we'll there's the question of like, you know, Ray's dad, for example, you know, is, was he cloned? Um, uh, oh, you somehow, know, you somehow found William, a, a plot line that I'm even less excited <laughs> to see. Thank you. I'm just saying it's possible, you know, Palpatine's like, Oh, I want a child or something. Right. And then maybe that's how they do it. Cause that would have to happen right around that. Oh, time William. Okay. Here's uh, the problem. I hate that idea. And I'm now like 75% convinced that that's where it's headed. <laughs> Uh, I, I think at this point it's either Stephen, I agree with you, or just say 
can we get onto the ratings before it gets a little further away to the speculation going into next season? I, yeah. I think we're there at the ratings right now. I, I, I really do because uh, that the speculation going in, we don't know what's going to happen until they say the date of, of second season in 22. We don't know. Yeah, they, I think such a tight lip on this. I think that's I, I maybe think my go ahead. The biggest disappointment is it's just I wish there'd been just a little bit more to get us excited for next season. Like what's going to happen right now? I feel like I guess they could have ended it there, but it would have been kind of a disappointing ending, mm-hmm. you know, for the series. Right. Um, yeah. So like, I don't feel like it worked well for a series finale, but I also don't feel like it really teased anything about what might be coming, except for maybe we'll see Nala say doing some cloning ish things. But but maybe maybe going forward that was the point. The point of the the point of this episode may not have been to plant the seeds going into next season, because right now they want to keep it all under wraps. Sure, sure. But and like, they want to, and they want to rep, wet our appetites because again I'm going to point to we've got cel- uh, not celebration yeah we've got celebration coming next year. Yeah, but I think so part, of the, say, part, part of the part of the thing of a season finale is you. I think you usually want to get people excited to come back next season and be like oh my gosh right. i can't wait for you know i i want to come back in nine months and right because like we're star wars we're huge star wars fans we will watch it no matter what right. but the average user the average viewer right they needed an incentive so that they remember it in nine months to come back and keep watching mm-hmm. um otherwise they might be like oh yeah there was oh yeah i forgot about the bad batch i was watching that huh you want to keep it at least get them excited so when the season next season comes around, they want to come back and watch. And I feel like that part right. was was missing. And that's why I'm just I'm so torn on this episode. I really am. <laughs> well, then then maybe it would have worked better if what we had last week was the season ender because that ended as a cliffhanger. And then this would have been let's let's call it a soft opening for nah, season two. I feel like it would have been too. My I don't know. My two senses. I feel like that would have been too too late at that point. It's like, okay, what well, it's nine months later. Why are you still showing us this? Okay. You know, I guess you would have had the cliffhanger at the end. I don't know. I kind of, if I were them, I wish I w- they would have released both episodes at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then just had a tiny bit more of a cliffhanger at the end. Just tease something a little bit more than just Nala say still doing her job for the empire. And so then I think it would have been great. Yeah. So, so you want it, you want a Boba Fett on, um, on on a on um, uh, job of the Hutt's throne type thing. <laughs> it could be anything. I don't know, but oh well, oh well. What you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Ratings. Yeah, um, um, you you seem pretty ready to go. Why don't you go first? Really? Okay. Um, okay. I like the episode. I'm giving it an eight. Um. I think it's kind of hard when we get to the end of the episodes. We've talked about this so much through it to kind of summarize everything. And I'm just going to say everything that I said in this episode sums up my feelings for it. It was a solid episode. I kind of agree that it should have been back to back or it should have just been one episode and just let it be the way it was. Um, I don't know how much of the uh, groundwork they laid going into next season because we have absolutely no idea where uh, the Bad Batch is going to go to from this point. There is nothing directing them at this point other than the Marauder leaving Kamino. The only kind of thread we have is what's going to happen to Nala Say. That's it. Um, 
Oh, and there's a fleet out there somewhere because Rampart was going to go join it. Um, so I'm giving it an eight. I thought it was a pretty solid episode. So my eight Womp Rats, they were still left on Camino, and they were somehow able to get a little bit of the place up and running. And they're cloning food for the beast that was hungry, that was trying to stop the Bad Batch from getting to the Marauder. And that's what my eight Womp Rats are doing right now. Kind of a downer, but that's that's all I could. Anyway, next. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I keep saying this, but I'm so torn. I think as a as just an episode focused around about on the 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 demise of Camino. I'd probably give this like a 10, right? I, 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 I did really love it. Uh, nine and a half, maybe. As a season finale that kind of has a lot of that extra weight around um, needing, wanting to, you know, provide some some answers, at least this season, about about maybe, or some, you know, additional question marks about Omega or uh, the, the future of the cloning program with Nalase and the Empire or the crosshair dynamic. I think... If you didn't think about that being in the, you know, this is the last episode of the season there. Um, yeah, I give it like nine and a half, ten, ten Womp Rats. Um, in the context of where it is, realistically, um, you know, I'd probably go with eight and a half Womp Rats. Um, it was a beautiful episode. I love the suspense, seeing them underwater, trying to escape. Um, so cool. Like seeing Camino literally sink to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, you know the the Topoka City, and and having to escape and having the water pouring and the animation the 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 visuals like you know Omega is like how she's wet her hair is all wet and the the water animation uh, outstanding and mm-hmm. and there were many moments in this episode where it just looked like a beautiful painting right as you saw like the capsule going to the surface and there's a little bit of light at the top or or maybe when you're you know Topoka City is is sinking under either sinking in below the surface and the flames or or later when it's completely immersed underwater and you see these giant you know pillars that used to hold the the city up on stilts so so wonderfully done um and, and from that standpoint it was just a fantastic fantastic episode so overall I'll, I'll give it eight and a half womp rats um out of ten um and my eight and a half womp rats um you know typically you know there's all sorts of creatures uh in the in the water on camino um but normally the reason why those tunnels are electrified is actually prevent the 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 um the womp rats from from getting in because they actually are you know amphibious creatures and they um you don't want the you don't want topoka city to be womp rat infested they swim right into those tunnels. It's really bad. It's no good. Not good at all. All right, Steven. Oh, boy. So I'm not going to. I've already 